Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At bluenile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to bluenile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at bluenile.com for $50 off your purchase. bluenile.com code LISTEN. Michael Reed on LMFM. Tuesday morning, the 24th of August. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reed on LMFM. Life under lockdowns has not just ruined the way we live. It has, of course, prevented so many people from making a living. The Delta wave of coronavirus is still a couple of weeks off peaking, but there is hope because of the successful rollout of the vaccination programme. That hope was clear to be seen over the weekend as 40,000 hurling fans packed into Crow Park for the All-Ireland. You know, I think we're all in agreement that we want to see a return to the economically viable live performance as soon as possible and there are many reasons to be um, optimistic. That's the Minister for the Arts, Catherine Martin speaking in June, but if there were many reasons to be optimistic about reopening live entertainment two months ago, today there is little optimism. I do fully appreciate the, the lead-in times and planning and delivering events um, so I, you know I can't give the, the definite time frame for when this will happen. The Minister speaking there on the 22nd of June. What I can give, give is my assurance that I'll continue to work with colleagues in government and with the sector to bring certainty as soon as soon as we can. Two months later live music is allowed but only to a maximum of 200 people outdoors at tables of six who cannot intermingle. It, it is good to have a return to live music but it's, it's, it's not viable and that's why um, I secured in the National Economic Recovery plan a commitment that as long as venues uh, due to restrictions are working with re- reduced capacity with social distancing that's, that the supports and there have been many supports rolled out supports will remain in place for the, the sector. Minister Catherine Martin giving lots of room for hope on the 22nd of June on the 24th of August let's talk uh, to event promoter uh, Justin Green who's a spokesperson for the Event Industry Alliance uh, a very good morning to you Justin thank you indeed uh, for joining us on the programme uh, this morning I'm sure like a lot of people you watch the All-Ireland with a lot of pleasure and excitement but uh, am I right in thinking uh, that you also watched it with uh, some confusion if not anger as well? Uh, Good morning Michael Um, yeah that would be fair to say I mean um, you know the GAA was founded on cultural and uh, games and part of that culture was actually the music and that's what the GAA's foundation is built on so there's always been a great respect for the from the whole entertainment sector for the GA, and that will continue. I suppose what angered an awful lot of people within our event sector wasn't the actual game itself, because we're all delighted to see 40,000 people enjoy it. What it was was that the fact that the week before uh, Micheál Martin had rejected and the government had rejected plans put forward, not only a week before, but a number of months before, Uh, regarding uh, how events would come back. And we had proposed that only fully vaccinated people would attend, uh, that we would provide full contact tracing for the HSE. 
and other enhanced measures would be introduced. So, <clears throat> excuse me, when I mm-hmm. suppose, in addition to that, when they didn't turn up the leaders to the sectors meeting that Catherine Martin had invited them to um, last week, there was a lot of disappointment and a lot of anger. And then It also the seems team, they didn't respond to her letter to the three leaders and uh, she wasn't uh, given that place on the subcommittee, something which I, I think uh, may change this week. Yeah, and I mean, I suppose that's what it was more or less angered people was, was the fact that uh, there was pictures of Michal Martin enjoying the All-Ireland Hurling final. And you got to remember is, is that to enter the actual um, Crow Park that day, there was zero testing was required, zero proof of vaccination required and zero contact tracing required. And that's in contrast so suppose, to what you were suggesting, yeah, proposing for yeah. reopening the live sector. Yeah, exactly. We had proposed that only fully vaccinated because we've got to look at it and say, I mean, the vaccination rollout has been phenomenal. Ireland is one of the top countries in the world with the number of people fully vaccinated. And what we wanted to do was to, uh, you know, give them a boost, give them some reward for having got the vaccination. Otherwise, what's the point in getting the vaccination? We're told to live our lives. COVID is not going to go away, that we need to get back to living with COVID. And this was a proposal that was well thought out. And we have been submitting proposals and reopening plans to the government since as far back as May 2020. So for a sector that represents 35,000 people, Mm. uh, contributes 3.5 billion euro to the economy each year, you know, enough is enough. We've stood in the background. Uh, We were asked to stand down and, you know, to do good for our country, um, which we did. Um, And we understood that events obviously could not happen during the period uh, that we've all been through. For many of us, of of course, it is the single most important way of enjoying ourselves, of relaxing, uh, of living, you might say. Uh, But having said that, I mean, it wasn't in Crow Park and I'm not sure that I would have gone. I know I wouldn't have gone to Crow Park. I was watching Michal Martin uh, and I, I don't think I'd liked to have been in the position that he was in with all of those people around him or anybody in that stadium or outside of that stadium, it would seem. But having said that, uh, whilst I'm not sure that I'd be comfortable with it, I'm very confused as to why that was permitted if live concerts uh, are not permitted. Well, 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 it's not even just concerts. It's theatre. Mm. I mean, you can go to, there's a, you know, the Gaiety Theatre, which many thousands would have grown up or visited. And it was a big tradition for a lot of Irish people for, you know, many, many decades. People would go along to the pantomime. And as kids, you are introduced to education, to theatre, mm. and it's an essential part of a, child, of a child's mind to expand their knowledge and also for the wellness of our society, you know, going to events and cultural events. Now, last, the week before last, 50 people were allowed into the venue that can hold uh, nearly 1,200 people. Right. Mm. And it's just absolutely crazy that that number of people are allowed in. And the only reason that that happened was because uh, the actual event that was staged was part of one of the supports from the government. You know, it ran for Saturday and Sunday. The theatre has been closed ever since. Mm. So, you know, what you're seeing is token cultural events that are being underwritten by the taxpayer. 
and you know they're, they're, and, they're not sustainable and the way they're being organised I think a lot of people would be looking at them saying would you be bothered because there's a lot more about uh, attending uh, a concert or a play or whatever it is than uh, the performance it's, the fu- it's a full experience which includes uh, being there in a large group of people as uh, the case may be but it was a very different story in Crow Park uh, where there was a very large crowd of people so the experience uh, was not much different than it would have been previously uh, why do you think that is the case? Is it possibly because there's votes in the GAA? No, I mean, uh, to be honest with you, the, you, you know, I'm a big supporter of the GAA as I am with uh, the IRFU and the other sporting organisations. And, you know, it, they're, they're, they're essential and they're part of our heritage. Um, so I can understand, uh, you know, the government wanting to accommodate them. Uh, you got to remember is, is that the sector that we would come from, the commercial sector in the entertainment industry, have never asked for anything in their lives before. This is the first time we've ever lobbied. This is the first time we've ever had to resort to government. So we've always made our way and actually uh, been self-sufficient. So I suppose in that regard, uh, they certainly would, there's many groups would certainly be ahead of the live entertainment sector. But I suppose what our sector is, is is frustrated and annoyed about is the fact that, you know, to date there have been nearly 50 pilot events run, including sporting events. Mm. Um, and the sporting events have been attended by over 300,000. And that's not even including uh, the All-Ireland final on Sunday. Um, so you've had all these events all take place as part of the reopening process and to evaluate them and to run pilot events. Mm. Now, you know, despite all those events running, as I said, there's nearly 50 have happened already. Um, there is no evidence has been produced by the government of Ireland whatsoever to show that any of those events have caused uh, an increase in COVID numbers or any spike. So I suppose what we're saying is what well, our proposal was last week. It wasn't even our proposal that we put forward last week was a more enhanced proposal and measures to be put in place that are actually being used for international travel by the government, for uh, indoor dining and for attending events across Europe. Because what we were saying was, we're not going to allow people who have had a test in. We are actually going to allow only fully vaccinated people in. And, you know, with full contact tracing. So not only would you have the lead person contract tracing details, but you would have every individual, which is something that no other sector has done or can provide. But because of our expertise, we can do that and we can deliver this. Okay, well, I think it's true to say Justin Green has never been involved in a political conversation uh, like this uh, that I can remember. And I think it's equally true to say that Justin Green has been involved in uh, organising some of the biggest uh, entertainment events uh, that have taken place on this island over the last couple of decades. Having said that, the attendance at Crow Park uh, by 40,000 people and indeed by the Taoiseach for that matter has led you to making one of the most political statements. Uh, you've said that the Taoiseach Uh, is in a position which is clearly untenable, that he's shown complete contempt for every Irish citizen uh, and that he must consider his position. Yeah, and uh, we believe that because, you know, we have a situation where your proposals are turned down because they're not good good enough. We can live with that. We can take rejection. But what we can't take 
is the same person who rejects and a government that rejects your proposals, then undermining their uh, re- and then under undermining what they have done by attending an event that has you know absolutely uh, zero testing, zero proof of vaccination, zero contact tracing. What does that say to every citizen and every person that has worked in the live entertainment events industry over the last 18 months who is still banned from returning to work? Well, I think anybody listening to the public health experts would say that it was quite possibly rubber stamping uh, a potential super spreader uh, event. Uh, Having said that, uh, and just trying to find logic in all of this, which I think is very difficult, but to uh, try to be devil's advocate to some degree, uh, is there an argument that this was a one-off as such, whereas if you bring back live entertainment, uh, you have concert after concert, play after play and so on? Uh, I've heard that said, but to be honest with you, it wasn't a one-off because the matches have been, uh, there's been previous matches for 24,000. They started off at 8,000. You'll remember the Aviva Stadium rugby matches that were played with the USA. And they have been increasing from 8,000 up to 15, up to 24. And now they're actually up to 40,000. And it's not just in Crow Park, but they have increased numbers all all over the country. Uh, And what makes it worse is the day before Michal Martin did not turn up for the meeting with the sector. The government approved a further 40 sporting events uh, to go ahead um, into September. So, you know, that even more compounds the situation. And where you have, as I said, you know, the proposals, enhanced proposals that we have put forward that are robust. I mean, we are talking about controlled measurements, Mm. controlled environments, as I said, you know, more Are you racing your breath, though, Justin? It would seem like you're fighting a, a losing battle at this stage uh, because no, the, the, in, the, but the indication the, is clear that the schools need to uh, reopen and uh, a couple of weeks after that they'll look at uh, how the virus is in uh, the community and then take a, a look at uh, the entertainment sector and so on. Yeah, but and, and we fully appreciate uh, that schools must return and we would be, you know, in no way uh, want to stand in, in, in the way or being seen to stand in, in, or in, in the way of that. But what you've got to remember is, is that the 35,000 people, you know, have been since the 12th of March, you know, banned from working or mandated closed who haven't been able to earn an income. And at this stage... You know, the scenes with Michal Martin there on Sunday, um, you know, was enough is enough. And, you know, the entertainment industry and events are very resilient. We're very creative people. We will be back. Uh, you know, if we were not, you know, calling out for a return, um, you know, it could be 2022 until we were left sitting there. Yeah. But, I mean, the actions of the government and the U-turns in the government and their mixed messages uh, has been a complete mess. And, you know, they've sat on their hands regarding our industry. And to be honest with you, last uh, two weeks ago, the government turned around after 17 months and said, OK, we'll now look at a roadmap for the entertainment and events secretary. Yeah. And that's simply not good enough. And, and uh, even if you're back in October, let's say, um, 
what will that mean next year? Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure uh, some of the big artists around the world are planning global tours uh, and so on, and they need to know what they can and can't do. Uh, will Ireland uh, suffer as a, a result of that? Because uh, we've a, a great reputation on the international gig circuit, and it's a, a relatively recently won reputation at that. There was a, a time when bands didn't stop in Ireland. Yeah, that's correct. And unfortunately, um, that's already been damaged currently because what you have is is, is that bands and artists and events are already passing uh, Ireland. Um, you can see that, you know, for an example, um, you know, one of the shows that an awful lot of families would have been to was Disney on Ice. Um, you know, Disney on Ice will perform in Belfast in no, in November, uh, early December. Uh, there are plans for that. Uh, however, uh, the dates in Dublin will not go ahead due to the current conditions. Um, because there's all that uncertainty. And bands are, and artists, the international ones, are now bypassing Ireland mm. because of the confusion and the uncertainty. And unfortunately, later today we will make another announcement regarding further shows in the three arena that now need to be moved to 2022. And, I mean, this can't continue, so certainty must be given. We are the professionals. You've got to remember is that when the government have major events like presidential visits, the visit of the Queen, the Pope's visit, they come to the major promoters and event organisers to organise those mm. events for them because they are the experts. The but- government need to work and engage meaningfully and um, and put a pathway together. There's no point in the government coming out with, you know, unviable plans. And even if that's what we're saying is allow 100% capacity to return. Nobody's looking to run with, uh, you know, to put on a 70,000 concert next week. I mean, you know, there are scales. Let them open. Let them do a number of weeks and then, you know, let the bigger attendance figures attend. But we do need 100% capacities for the attendance numbers at each venue as they scale it up because venues are based on that. And to do anything less in those venues would be unviable uh, for commercial purposes. And that people would be proven to be immune from COVID. Yeah, and the requirement would be that you need to be fully vaccinated to enter the event, you need your ID, uh, you need, um, sorry, you, you will supply uh, contact tracing to the HSE as, as they require. And also there will be other uh, measures that will be introduced in the likes of one-way systems, temperature checks, and there it will all be put in place. Like, I mean, we're benefiting from the fact that events have opened all over Europe mm. and the United States. And what we're seeing is, and don't get me wrong, there will be incidences where there will be a COVID outbreak or there will be numbers, there will be spikes. That's what we've got to live with. But what we can do is bring our experience and the international experience here to Ireland. And we're the only country at the moment that is proposing fully vaccinated only uh, as, as, as the single measure of entry. Other countries in addition to proposing that, have proposed antigen testings and testing and other mechanisms as to to enter event. So the system that we're looking to implement uh, in Ireland is one of the uh, most robust in the world. Mm. We know what it's like to have been locked down for 18 months. 
we don't want to go back. We sure and we're do. not about to jeopardise it. Yeah, we sure do. There's no doubt about it. I think there's plenty of us who would love to be in Crow Park or the Three Arena for that matter, but uh, may not feel safe to do so just yet. Having said that, I think there's a lot of people who are watching this wondering how you can do uh, it for one sector and not for another sector. Uh, this uh, conversation will continue for a number of days, if not longer, obviously, but we leave it there for the moment, Justin, and thank you indeed for joining us this morning. Justin Green, Event Industry Alliance member and event promoter. Michael Reed on LMFM. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out of pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.